This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. In the corner, three action, picked up, lively with the offensive rebound. Doncic thinking three, now the runner, and Lively will slam it down, up hard and down. Kevin Harlan with a call on T. T. And T, it's Sean, RJ, and Roberto here on 105.3 The Fan. That was a thriller last night. That was a treat to watch. The Mavs get the win over the Lakers without Kyrie. 127 to 125. Dante Exum is the hero with a career-high seven threes. And, Bobby, you were saying that uh, Darvin Ham, Lakers head coach, uh, not making their fan base very happy. Yeah, Darvin Ham was getting killed a little bit last night on social media because after the game, everybody's, you know, talking about, well, you let uh, Dante Exum just roast you, a guy who had, I think, eight three-pointers made going into this game last night. <laughs> uh, and apparently he had said, look, we looked at our analytics. Number said shift off of Dante Exum, but he just started nailing the threes. And so Lakers fans are like, okay, but at what point do you say, He's making shots. Let's rotate over there right. a little bit. But also, you've got to remember, you're picking your poison a little bit. Like, I think it was Jason Kidd said after the game that, like, he's he said, Luka has to lead the NBA in double teams. Like, anytime he's he's on the ball, they are sending two defenders over there. And so, you've, you're going to have to leave somebody open, and they've got to make their shots. And that's what Dante Exum was doing. And Hardaway's making his shots. Uh, Derek Lively is sitting there ready for the lobs. Here is Jay Kidd on Dante's monster game. Think about, you know, Axum, he's playing at a high level right now on both ends. And with the injuries, it's giving him confidence. And you can see that um, not just shooting the threes, but I thought attacking the basket there in that fourth quarter, getting that layup, um, not just settling. And again, we've talked about it. His IQ is extremely high. He knows how to play the right way. And, and with Luca or Kai or whoever he's out there with, those guys trust him. And you saw that with Luca. Again, Luca has probably been, um, has to lead the league in double teams. He's been double teamed for the majority of the game. And his trust uh, with his teammates, if it's not Timmy, it's, it's Exum. And if it's not that, it's the next guy. And, and, and he trusts that the guys are going to make the right play or take the shot. And so uh, tonight, Exum was. The one that was uh, he was looking for. Grant, Grant Williams came back and scored 19 in his return uh, from being out for three games. They were still without two starters. We know about Kyrie. Derek Jones was out. They didn't have Josh Green. They didn't have Maxi. And Seth was ruled out at halftime with an ankle injury. Yeah, and so they. I mean, that's what happens when Grant Williams in his return ends up playing forty minutes. Is you that's you end up having that's those high. sorts of things that's, happen. That's and Dante Exum puts up thirty six minutes. But this is 
this is what they had hoped when they signed Dante Exum. You remember that was one of the things they were trying to pitch us on was like, hey, he's gone over, you know, played in Australia, played in, in EuroLeague, and he's cleaned up this three-point shot. And we hadn't seen it to this point. Like I said, he had made eight. I think he was eight for 28 was the number heading into this game. But knocking down those seven, I mean, you hope that, all right, this is a little bit of what the Mavericks were seeing when they decided to sign him. Yeah, they didn't expect this, though. Like, this is probably Look, not. don't get mad at yeah. Darvin Ham if you're a no. Laker fan. Like, as, as Barkley would say, uh, you tip your cap. Yeah. The, this guy doesn't shoot threes. No one's dying. Uh, Tim Hardaway scoring 32. So you leave someone open unless you want a single coverage Luka, which is suicide. Dude, if you're going into this game – and you told Darvin Ham that Exum's going to have nine three-point attempts. You're like, cool. Yeah. Sure. Let's yeah. Go. Okay. Right, right now, now, maybe he's better than his career averages, you know, but you still would, like, take that over, oh, here's Hardaway getting open threes. Here's Luka getting open threes. You would definitely take Exum. Yeah, I think if you told me that, hey, in a given game, Grant Williams, Dante Exum, and Tim Hardaway Jr. are going to shoot 17 of 26 yeah. from three, then I'm going to say, the Mavericks are going to win that game probably yeah. every time. Yes. And they had to eke this one out, but they won. And Hardaway got the referees trending nationally last night. He got the tech for hanging on the rim. And then right after that, Joker gets tossed against the Bulls. Not on his second tech. This looked to be the first and the second tech for arguing a call. And NBA fans and sports fans, even the Bulls announcers were like, what are y'all doing? Like, we're here to see Jokic. These fans are here to see the MVP and the world champ. So, hard, they have to get rid of every single rim hang and backboard slap has to be outlawed as a tech. It's the stupidest rule in the NBA. I do not care how long someone hangs on the rim. If they want to hang on the rim for a while, they can be late getting back on defense. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And the other team can carry out a punishment for him bragging too much. I don't care about him slapping the backboard. Get rid of that stupid effing rule as a technical. It's so dumb. Last night's was egregious against Hardaway. And then, look, I do believe there is, you don't have to have a first tech. There's language and things that you can say to other people to get you tossed out as two techs. I doubt Joker went there, but he gets thrown out last night and NBA refs were trending. Yeah, it, um, that was that was a cheap tech with the hanging on the rim. Awful. That's a cheap technical. And like, you know, slapping the backboard's fun, man. It's fun. Exactly. Remember as a kid, just you, you the, the NFL line, you're slapping the backboard. The NFL is like you never touched it. The NFL, <laughs> your son might be able to get it. Uh <laughs> I can out jump him still. No, you cannot. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, what's the vertical? How the hell do I know my vertical? <laughs> I don't have one of those things where you got to jump and touch he's it. He's not getting tested by his uh, oh, no, I don't think teams in high school. No, he's in eighth grade. You, you had trouble going up two flights of stairs last Friday. I don't, I don't I know. I had a you're... pack on my back. Okay. <laughs> that thing was heavy. That uh, thing with that, man, that coat. That coat weighed a lot. Bobby, oh. uh, Draymond Green is going to get suspended again. The spinning roundhouse punch to the face of Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, 
off of the Phoenix Suns. What'd you think? So I think his comments after the game are interesting from Draymond because I've always felt like I remember Terrell Owens years ago was when when the Ed Werder story came out about, you know, the the tension that was going on inside the locker room. Terrell Owens pushed back against some aspects of it and was like, that didn't happen. I'm telling you. And people were like, don't believe you. You are a head case, everything else. And the point that Terrell Owens made at the time was, I am always honest. I will tell you directly. You can come to me, ask me a question about something controversial. I'll volunteer more information. Why would I not tell you this now? I have kind of the same thought with what Draymond would say, which is Draymond said, I will tell you if I was doing something intentionally. I have never run away from that. I'm telling you, I didn't do it on purpose. That gives me a little pause to make me look at it again and say, okay, maybe he's being honest that that wasn't something intentionally. He was just flailing or whatever. But then you see it back and it's like, I you can't like there, there's nothing you can say about it and it's a hell of a defense to say I wasn't trying to punch him I was trying to flop like I always do that's a, a kind of an odd defense to me yeah because if you flop you're just throwing your arms up not turning around and doing a roundhouse like that's that's completely different right yeah what do you like on the list of I've, I've forgotten them to be honest there's so many on the list of Draymond flagrance and ejections is this is this like the hardest one to defend as not being intentional? Um, Where is this on that list? Man, I don't know. The and there's a benefit of the doubt. Like when he who did he step on? He like stepped on their abdomen. On, like, like I said, it's too hard to yeah. keep track of. I, I mean, he is Albert Hainsworth, Ron Artest, and everything. Like, I mean, he is it's it's wild that look, I think we all agreed John Morant should have been suspended. Sabonis, Sabonis, Sabonis. yeah. I think we all agree John Morant should have been suspended and John Morant's been an idiot, but the the going heavy-handed on guys like Ja and then constantly giving Draymond a pass is a little bit odd to me. Like, or not a pass, but going light. Gun. Yeah, I know, I know. Two guns. Right. Yeah, a little but, different. But Well, that's what and I said. a minor. That, that's, but I'm saying that they're so stringent on here's the line. It's a different crime, obviously, but I'm saying they are so stringent on this is the line and we enforce this, and then on Draymond, they don't. Yeah, because your comparison analogies is 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 off. But it's 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 apple it's it's apples and oranges to guns and stomping. But here's it's 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 it's, it's different galaxies. But I'm saying well, they they've, they've tried to establish themselves as we have rules and we enforce them and we have standards and we enforce them. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's an equal crime. And I'm saying they don't enforce standards with Draymond for some reason. How many games? Adam Silver. Eight. All right, you want to do a bet like uh, Corey Majors with me? No, I'm just throwing out a number. Okay. Eight. Eight's way too low. It's ridiculous it's gonna be, now. Yeah, it's going to be around in the, in the 10, 10 plus. 10 plus, 10 to 15. If they if he wants to go 15 to 20, I'm fine with it. it it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because you, 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 you could slow this thing down enough or you could do it at regular speed. There, there's no doubt what he was trying to do. And the idea that he was around his waist... I mean, he had his hand on the side of his waist, which happens on every play. And for what? There's no there's no buildup. There's no tussling. There's no entanglement. There's no back and forth flagrance. He was like, it was a post-up play. Yeah, like Euros, man. Gobert, Nurkic, Sabonis, the Europeans. Speaking of jaw, what's the latest there? <laughs> so, I, I said it in my prep email last night. I don't think I've ever read a John ja Morant story that wasn't absolutely hilarious. Like, every time I read it, I'm like, this is high-quality entertainment. So he took the stand in this. You remember this fight 
that he's alleged to have had at a pickup basketball game where he was fighting a 17-year-old, apparently. Uh, ja acknowledges on the stand in this in his defense. He says, I did. I threw the first punch, but it was in self-defense, people. And the reason is because this kid pulled his shorts up, so I had to punch him. <laughs> That's literally his defense. He said he pulled his shorts up after we were arguing a little bit. It was the checking the ball and bounce. He kind of threw it at my face. It hurt. And uh, he pulled his shorts up. And to me, where I come from, that means you're ready to fight. So I had to punch this teenager first in self-defense. So he wasn't saying like he was grabbing a no. weapon or a gun out of the shorts. It's just that he pulled the pulled shorts up. up. Yeah, you got to pull them up, right? I'm ready to go, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, man. <laughs> my dad used to do that to me. When, when, um, when he was ready to, when he was ready, like we were ready to tussle, he would go, oh, you, you want to go? Which, you want to go? They're, they're pull the pants shorts. up from the he belly pull, button to the, the, to yep. the chest assist. There are certain, I will acknowledge, like this isn't, the cra- it just it sounds so silly when you're saying it in court. There are certain things you see. Somebody takes off their shirt, they're getting ready to fight. Like, I mean, there's certain like things that are indicators that they're ready to go. But jobbing, like, I had to protect myself against a 17-year-old by throwing a punch. My favorite here was when he was going back and forth, getting cross-examined by the attorney for this 17-year-old. And the attorney said, you testified that this basketball was a weapon, yes? And Morant said, yes. She said, a lethal weapon? And he said, it hurt. Gosh, this is everything about this. When you read the quotes, you read the testimony, it just sounds ridiculous. But Josh said, him pulling up his shorts where I'm from, that's a fighting stance. I hit him first to protect myself. Now, that's interesting because usually you don't see self-defense when you're the one that hit first. Self-defense is you hit second, generally, right? It's like, or at least the perception of it would be. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it would be. But apparently, John Morant said to him, he said, what you on? And then he said he pulled up shorts. So it's a little bit of, I, I mean, I, I don't think that there's a a strong leg to stand on here. I bet this, I would think this would be something that might get settled. But Adam Silver, regardless, he's scheduled to come back. What, John Morant's scheduled to come back next week? And Adam Silver is supposed to meet with him this week and kind of get an idea of where he was. But Adam Silver said earlier this week that, Every bit of information they've gotten while they've been in contact with him is that he's checking all the boxes along the way, and they're just trying to make sure that he's in good standing. We have a Green Day ticket giveaway for the 7 o'clock Expressway. We'd love for you to win that as part of the 6 a.m. club, our best audience of the entire show. We'll do power rankings at 8, and Lee Bryce, special guest appearance live at 9 a.m. for all the country music Tolo fans, the Rangers lose another pitcher, and are they going to lose their favorite reliever? That's next on the Home of the Champs. Peyton, you better put that turkey in the fridge. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.